Hello and welcome to another episode of Open Studio. I'm your host, Martina Flora, and in this solo episode, I touch on one of the greatest plagues of our times, imposter syndrome. We'll discuss what imposter syndrome is, what it makes, and how to overcome it. We'll address why we experience it, how it works, and what are the strategies you can implement to stop it from getting in the way of achieving your goals. If you ever experienced imposter syndrome, which I'm pretty sure you did, or you're struggling with it right now and it's holding you back from achieving a certain thing in your life or career, this episode will help you put things in perspective, give you a framework to overcome fear and set you in action towards your goals. Overcoming imposter syndrome, one of the biggest enemies of artists and creatives out there. Um, whatever it is that is in your mind right now, um, this episode, I believe, will be helpful. We are going to talk about, you know, some strategies around overcoming imposter syndrome and fear of doing something, whatever that is. If you're thinking of improving your skills or sharing, you know, simple things like sharing your work on social media or starting your own business or pivoting careers, whatever it is present for you in your life. I want to dedicate this episode to share with you some strategies that I use um, to overcome fear and that I've seen also that I have absorbed from many of the artists uh, that I have interviewed in this podcast so far that have also gone through challenges in their life and they have found ways to overcome fears and I think they have a specific approach to what they do that is really the key to really accomplish your goals and um, and get away from imposter syndrome. Uh, even when imposter syndrome is going to be there for you forever, find ways to really overcome it and not let it get on the way of you achieving your goals. Um, and I want to say that everyone experiences this. And in this episode, I really want to discuss why this happens and why what you can do about it, right? So I want to start with the definition uh, of imposter syndrome. On Wikipedia, it says imposter syndrome, also known as imposter phenomenon or imposterism. That's new for me, imposterism. I like that is a psychological occurrence in which an individual doubts their skills, talents, or accomplishments and has a persistent internalized fear of being exposed as a fraud. Oh, yes, we can all resonate with this. Um, and we have experienced that more than once in our life. And, you know, in a couple of words, imposter syndrome is fear right? It's fear of doing something. It's fear of being um, exposed. And yes, it's, it's fear of being seen in a way, right? Uh, so imposter syndrome goes down to fear, fear of doing something, right? And I want to share with you something that my therapist said once, um, which really really resonated with me and really stayed with me as a concept. And I, I speak about this often because it really clicked in me that fears, she told me, fears are really painful, right? And that is so true because as long, you know, 
when you have fear of doing something, as long as someone mentions it in a party or at a dinner, you know, you feel it. You can feel, you, you have that feeling in your stomach, right? Um, and because it is painful and we know that it's there, we try to shift it back to, to the back of our heads, right? But however, this is very energy consuming, she said, because keeping a fear, keeping something that is important to you uh, and is present to you in the back of your head really takes up a lot of energy. Trying to ignore something really takes much more energy than really acting on it and taking action. So trying to ignore it really costs us energy. And you totally think about it, like you constantly think about it, and this is really exhausting. And this is where fears can really take a toll on you because it's something that is not going to go away. You can push it in back to the back of your head, but it's there. Whenever someone mentions it, it's coming, uh, creeping back in and, uh, and it's present for you, right? So the only way to overcome fear is action. And this is one of the things that I realized as I had this conversation with my therapist that... Um, you know, ignoring that fear really takes more uh, energy or takes up more energy than actually acting on it, right? But of course, the, the hardest thing is taking action. That is why it's called fear, because you're afraid of taking action. Um, because at the moment you start, you, you want to take action, you start questioning yourself, right? So it's a little bit of a circle. Um, but why is it important to take action and overcome our fears, right? And I want to really discuss this. It is obvious, of course, because not taking action is holding you back from achieving your goals, right? Whatever those, those goals are, uh, they can be really uh, small, like sharing your work or telling your family that you want to be an artist or, you know, small things can really become like this huge thing in our lives, right? Um and I have to say that as an experience of having having had conversations with dozens of artists in this podcast, is that something I can see in them is that they really went for it. Um, they took a risk um, to achieve their goals and the reward is really big, right? They are now, they have now gone towards that thing they wanted to achieve and they have accomplished it, right? And I have to say that also most of the, the, the times and also in my own experience, uh, most of the times the fears are oversized, right? Because whenever you want to accomplish something, you start thinking or you start focusing on what could go wrong, right? And in your mind, everything is oversized. Everything grows faster, right? So those things that could possibly go wrong become like the great thing, like the end of the world, right? Um, which is, it is a possibility. In life, there's, you know, whenever you start something, um, it could go right, it could go wrong. However, there's a lot of gray in between. And also, there's there's ways to navigate situations, right? It's not like 
you're going to fail and you're going to be a failure for you, the rest of your life or you're going to succeed and you're going to be a star for the rest of your life, right? So every possible direction really takes up work, takes up, you know, uh, requires from you to navigate that situation, right? Um, but what I, what I want to say here is that whenever we want to do something that is challenging for us um, or feels challenging for us, we don't stop to think what could go great. And we don't stop to think what is the cost of not taking action because that's also costing us time and energy, as I said before, and sometimes even money, like not taking action towards something you want to achieve, uh, just letting it rest in the back of your head is really costing you energy, is really perhaps not... Um, moving the needle in any direction and that's really costing something right so I want to say here that the the cost of not taking or I, I want to address the cost of not taking action uh, right sometimes we think that because we don't take action then nothing changes but actually we are making a decision there the decision of not taking action right so I want to go back to the technique that I I use personally to overcome fear uh, or imposter syndrome, which is to focus on what could go great. And I think I shared something on my social media, on Instagram about this. I created a reel about this because I think it's such a, a useful technique to really um, at least make a mind shift into what could go from what could go wrong to what could go right, right? And go after that and put that front and center whenever you want to achieve something. So what I like to do is to think of what I will achieve or how my life will look like if I do that thing that I want to do, whatever that is. If it's sharing your work on social media, if it's starting your own business, if it's pivoting your practice, whatever that is that you want to accomplish, um, to think or to picture yourself um, or to picture your life, how your life will be, or how we, are you going to feel after you do that, after you accomplish that. Um, this is, I think, one of the reasons why challenges are so effective, because they make you take action towards a goal you want to achieve, towards, it could be a very small one. And I will share with you, a, a by the way, a, a a challenge that I uh, I prepare with my team that we have made live for everyone. So it's a free challenge that you can join. I'm going to share with you um, all the details in just a minute. So stay tuned. But I want to uh, wrap up this idea that I think what is great and so effective from challenges is that they make you focus on what's possible, right? So a challenge, um, for, for, for instance, our challenge is called client outreach challenge and it's about landing an assignment in four days so it makes you really focus on that simple goal of landing a dream assignment in four days right and it makes you focus on what is possible in the the thing that is possible is to land an assignment a dream assignment right so uh, I think that is why um, the challenges are so um, effective because they really um, make you focus on what's possible for you and what you can accomplish, which is oftentimes greater than what you can lose, right? And I totally get it. We are in a way, 
wired for survival. We try to defend whatever we have and whatever we have accomplished so far. Um, we are wired to think what could go wrong, right? So what I'm inviting you is to think what could go great because that's a much more powerful source of energy uh, when you know what is expecting you on the other side, what is there for you on the other side is much more um, appealing than the things, for sure, the things that could go wrong, right? The things that could go wrong will always push you back, will always tell you, don't do this. You're going to lose whatever you have. Um, but oftentimes the things that you can um, win on the other side after taking action um, are much greater than the loss, right? And it's not... It's not like a plug and play thing, right? So we, you really need to work into creating that mindset for yourself. And it's really something I work with often with, my, uh, with the members of my coaching programs specifically because there's a lot of assumptions that we have as artists of what we can accomplish, what we cannot accomplish, the things that we are supposed to do, right? There, there's a lot of... Um, assumptions and a lot of the work we do um, throughout the coaching program is to debunk these assumptions, right? Um, the assumption that it won't, it will not work, that there's too many artists out there that, you know, that if I do this, I will fail, right? Um, and the thing that we always discuss and we get to understand is that by not doing the thing, you are already failing um, because you're just not going behind that goal. You're just giving up on that goal. Whereas if you take action, you are already having more chances to succeed. Is that making sense? In a way, not taking action is already giving up on that goal even without trying, right? Without really going after it whereas if you go after it yes the chance of not getting there where you want to be is there but at least you have that chance of getting there where you want to be right whereas if you don't take action you're just giving up on all of it altogether right so for instance something that I hear often among creatives and artists and this is why we created this challenge with with my team is that you know, the client outreach tends, tends to be a very, uh, a very challenging part for us creatives and artists because we tend to fall into the category of uh, introverts and we find really hard to start conversations with people and to reach out to people and to ask for things. So um, one of the things that I hear often for, uh, from artists is that reaching out to clients doesn't make sense because... Um, I don't have the skills or there's too many artists out there and they won't hire me, right? They would choose that very extroverted artist or they would choose that another very, you know, artist celebrity or whatever. And what I always say, and you will hear from me saying this uh, if you sign up for the challenge, um, and I will give you the details how, on how to sign up in a minute. Um, you will hear this from me often. The truth is that clients are hiring right now in this very moment, and other artists are being hired by those clients because they're going after those opportunities. They're showing up. They're 
going there, reaching out to them, right? Making themselves present. And this is why they are getting higher. And if you would do the same, you could get the same results. And this is where, why I want to um, invite you to this, to this uh, client outreach challenge that I'm running. And it's one of the main reasons why I created it, because I want to help other artists like you take action and experience themselves that taking action really brings results, right? And much more than the ones that are not taking action right now. So you can join the challenge for free. As I said, if you go to martinaflor.com slash challenge, you can sign up for the challenge. Um, a little bit about the challenge. The challenge is is um, it's a four days challenge where we will guide you through the process of doing client outreach effectively and landing a dream assignment, right? So we'll go through the process of identifying what your ideal clients are and finding, you know, doing your research, finding ways to call their attention and resonate with what they're, uh, what they're looking for and really um, find effective ways to contact them. That is not just sending an email or, you know, calling, call calling, but it has to do with really building a strategy that is custom for your dream clients, right? Um, and it therefore is effective in terms of helping you land those dream assignments, right? So throughout the challenge, we'll, you will get, um, it's an email challenge, so you will get an email every day with actionable items and with a pre-recorded lesson from me with a framework, with um, with a call to action, and also with information that you can use and strategies that you can apply. Um, and also we will have a pop-up Facebook group where you will be able to connect with other peers that are on the same journey and that are joining the, the challenge. Uh, and you will also have my guidance throughout the, the way. So I will be on the Facebook group answering your, question, your questions, but also, I will host a live session at the end of the challenge on the fourth day of the challenge to answer all of your questions and um, yeah, address any problem that you have had along the way. So it's really like a very intense um, experience, but also it's a short experience in which you will get a quick win and you will see how or experience how taking action using a framework to really um, achieve a goal really can take you um, closer to those goals, right? And you will experience how taking action can really move the needle towards where you want to go, right? So again, you can join the challenge for free again uh, on martinaflor.com slash challenge. Sign up for free and I will see you in the challenge, right? So to wrap up this episode, I want to um, give you a couple of, of steps or tools you can use to overcome imposter syndrome. Number one, write down your goal. Writing down your goals is super important. Uh, I know it seems a little bit woo-woo, but it is proven that you have over 40% more chances of achieving your goals if you write them down than if you don't. So go ahead and write your goals. It's just as easy as opening your notebook and just writing those goals, those things you want to achieve, whatever that is, whatever that is. 
could be a very simple thing, could be a life-changing thing, but write it down. The step number two, write down what your life will be if you will have accomplished that thing or done that, right? And focus on possibilities. What I like to do in these cases is you don't need to write a novel about it, but just to picture your life and yourself um, once you have accomplished that. How will you feel? How, where will you be, right? Uh, how will you dress? Like all of this stuff, you can write it down. Just picture, just write a paragraph. Picture yourself after having accomplished that goal. Um, and once you have done that, the step number three will be take a step towards that goal and choose the smallest step you can do. Um, if your goal is getting landing your first client, sign up for the challenge. If your goal is sharing on social media, your art of social media, then share that picture on social media. If your um, if your goal is to tell your family or announce to your family that you're gonna pivot careers and you're gonna go into the uh, path of creativity and art, um, send that message to your family saying that you need to talk to them about something important. Like make that very first step that um, brings you closer to achieve that goal. If a couple of steps or three steps that you can follow to overcome imposter syndrome. Number one, write down your goal. You have over 40% chances of achieving your goals if you write them down. Number two, describe what, will you li what your life will be or look like once you have achieved that goal. And number three, take action. Send that message, um, share that picture, sign up for that challenge, um, sign up for that, uh, for that course. Take one step that will bring you closer to that goal. So I hope this short episode was useful in terms of helping you or providing you with some technique that has worked for me and that I have seen working for um, for other artists I work with, but also with some of the people that I or some of the artists that I have interviewed in this podcast. Um, I hope that this technique will really um, help you move the needle towards overcoming that fear of doing something, overcoming imposter syndrome and getting you closer towards your goals. I would love to hear how this worked out for you. So if you try this technique, uh, just reach out to me on social media at Martina Flora on Instagram. Um, send me a DM and let me know, hey, you know, this worked out. I did this. I did that. I'm always really looking forward to hear how all the things that I share on this podcast, specifically during these solo episodes that are kind of like special episodes in this podcast. Um, I'm really looking forward to, to see how that impacts your life and your results. And I hope I will see you on the next episode of Martina Flores Open Studio. See you. Bye bye. Thank you for being there. Bye bye. Thank you.